power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. Jesus, this morning I take authority in the realm of the spirit. As your servant and as a blood-born citizen of the kingdom of God. Your word says you were wounded for our transgressions, you were bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon you and by your stripes we are healed. Today, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over every spirit of infirmity, over every disease, over every pain, over every bodily abnormality. I rebuke the power of sickness right now in the name of Jesus. I command sicknesses to leave people's bodies. Those here and those listening online, let the power of the Holy Ghost locate each and every one that is in pain that is sick, that has received a diagnosis from a doctor. Father, let there be a change right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We command long-standing pain to leave now. We command long-standing lab reports to change now. We command genetic situations to correct and realign with the purpose of God now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Anybody under the torment of depression, anybody under the torment of anxiety, you are loose today in the name of Jesus. You are loose today in the name of Jesus. May the joy of the Lord and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding reign supreme in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. By extension, if you have a family member that needs this prayer, I use you as a point of contact to touch that person right now. Father, dispatch your angels into the hospitals. Dispatch your angels into the homes. As we have lifted up the name of Jesus, show that indeed you are the boss. Indeed you are the king of kings and the lord of lords. We break the power of Satan over these people. Satan, loose them now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Kindly take your seats. Just close your eyes. Just begin to bless the name of the Lord. Just thank him. Thank him for your life. To the setting of the same 
give you glory. We give you praise. We declare that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father and the Prince of peace. Father, this morning we are gathered and our gathering is unto no other name but unto the name of Jesus. For your word says, wherever two or three are gathered in your name, you are there in their midst. Holy Spirit, we ask that you shall take absolute control. As I'm about to speak your word, may I not speak of my own accord, but may I speak as you grant me utterance. By faith you of the fact that I'm a blood-born citizen of the kingdom of God, I take authority in the realm of the spirit, and I declare a supernatural injunction in the activity of the enemy in this place. We declare this place and the hearts and the minds of the people of God sanctified and made ready for them to have an encounter with their Father through the Word. Take glory, Father. Take glory, Son. Take glory, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' most excellent name have we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. How many of you are excited to be in church on this Sunday morning? We bless God. It's a good thing to come to church on Sunday. Amen. All right. Let's appreciate our praise and worship team for a wonderful time of praise and worship. This church, we love our praise and we love our worship. Hallelujah. All right. How many of you are ready for the word? Ready for the word. Hallelujah. Today I'll just speak to you briefly. My main aim of being here is not really to preach to you, but to pray with you. Hallelujah. Yeah. I'll pray with you and um, we'll see what God will do. Amen. But I won't take much of your time. I promise you that. All right. All right, so today I'm going to speak to you on something that I believe we have all encountered at one point in time or the other in our lives. And I'm quite certain that many of us, if not all, are still encountering that thing and uh, battling that thing. But today we are going to overcome it once and for all. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, I'm going to speak to you on what I've entitled. And, and when we have done, we are going to pray seriously into this thing. All right? We'll settle it once and for all. Hallelujah. I'm going to speak to you on what I've entitled Unmasking the Spirit of Fear. Unmasking the Spirit of Fear. Unmasking the Spirit of Fear. When we talk about unmasking, it means we are revealing it. Alright, you realize that a lot of times when people want to scare people, they put on masks. Scary looking masks. As soon as the mask is removed, the scariness goes away. And today, as we unmask the spirit of fear, may the fear for fear leave your spirit in the name of Jesus. Oh, I need some spiritual responses here. I say, may the fear for fear leave your life and leave your spirit in the name of Jesus. You see, there are some types of fear that are positive. Alright? The fear of God is positive. When you fear God, it's, it's a good thing. But even that one, the better word is reverence. When you revere God. 
the fear is uh, King James English but it's a reverence it's more of respect all right but the kind of fear I'm going to talk about is the kind of fear that paralyzes you the kind of fear that prevents you from doing the things that you are supposed to do the kind of thing or fear that prevents you from fulfilling your destiny and fulfilling your potential in life hallelujah now the first thing i want to state is that fear is a spirit somebody say fear is a spirit say it again fear is a spirit and i'm not the one saying it it is clearly written in the bible let's see second timothy chapter 1 verse 7 second timothy chapter 1 verse 7 and this is the apostle paul speaking he said for god had not given us in fact let's read it together go for god has not given us the spirit of fear but of power of love and of a sound mind let's take it again for god had not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind hallelujah so here clearly the bible defines fear as a spirit everybody say fear is a spirit say it again fear is a spirit you see it doesn't matter what the psychologists will say it doesn't matter what we the doctors will say it's an emotion it's a state of mind it's a state of whatever fear is a spirit everybody say fear is a spirit and this spirit of fear is one of the most underestimated spirits in the kingdom of darkness in fact i call it the unsung hero you know those of you who follow football there are people in teams we call unsung heroes they may not be the ones to make the headlines but they are the ones doing all the dirty work and making the victories possible hallelujah those people will never win an award they may not have their faces on the front pages of newspapers journalists may not talk much about them but when you analyze the game and their contribution you realize that they are probably working harder and doing more damage than most of the other people that we hail amen those of you who watch football you know N'Golo Kante you know N'Golo Kante that small Frenchman with the interesting head he will never win the Ballon d'Or he will not be named European player of the year he will not be named world's best footballer but if you look at his contribution on the pitch the miles he covers per game the cuttings he cuts people he will weed you off the field. You the one going to score. You <laughs> may get the yellow card or red card. And the one striking who will not do any of those who score the goal. And we all talk about him. Yeah, The spirit of fear is like that. It is the unsung hero in the kingdom of darkness. It is causing so much harm. In fact, a lot of the things we attribute to certain other spirits. I'll show you as I preach that it's actually initiated by the spirit of fear the spirit of fear it is such a dangerous spirit and today as we unmask it and as we pray may every fear in your life live in the name of jesus may anything that represents fear live your life today in the mighty name of jesus so people walk around nicely dressed nice tie nice suit nice african print nice nose mask nice everything but people have fears how many of you agree with me that people have fears that things people are afraid of 
that things that when they come into your mind your heartbeat changes if your heartbeat is 72 beats per minute suddenly it goes to 100 until that thing leaves your mind temporarily and the devil too will ensure that he reminds you of those things so that your heartbeat will always be 100 120 130 so you can die early people have fears people fear rejection and so the proposal that they are supposed to propose you know the fear of rejection and the fear of bouncing they'll be there and pray huh? am i preaching to somebody today that's what you have to do i bind the spirit of fear over your life that which you have to say may you have the boldness to go and say it So fear is not only fear of kakai and fear of ghosts and fear of no 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 yeah it's, it's a long game it's a long game <laughs> if you didn't attend midweek you don't you don't get a joke it's a long game <laughs> people have fears fear of rejection people have fears for getting sick like you fear sickness I remember when I started clinicals first. You see, there's this thing that happens when you start clinicals and you start learning about the diseases. There are a lot of them you would think you have. How many of you have experienced that one before? When they talk about this one, hey. There, were, there was a time I was convinced I had like 10 diseases. I remember we were taught about epitrochlear lymph nodes. That when you, you have an epitrochlear lymph node, it's, it's a bad sign. I was convinced I, I could palpate an epitrochlear lymph node. For three days, I couldn't sleep. So I Nicodemusly went to see one of the physicians that I think that he touched me and said, I can't feel anything. I said, but the thing is there. I can't say that it is there. Me alone. The next time I believed I had like I believed I had so many things. But one day I said, I was like, what kind of bondage is this? I had to pray myself out of it. And if you are in a similar situation, receive your freedom in the name of Jesus. Sickness will not kill you. Diseases will not kill you. Infirmities will not kill you. You are covered and insured in the blood of Jesus Christ. Fear of sickness. Fear of death. You dream and you are at a funeral. And when you look inside the casket, who do you see? Amara, me, myself. Hey! Or you see a tombstone with your name on it. And you are 22 years old. Six months to go to 23. And they've written aged 23. It means you have six months to live. Somebody say the spirit of fear. Say it again, the spirit of fear. You know, this done, I saw a vision. How many of you believe in visions? This one not dream of vision. I was awake. 
The Lord opened my eyes and I saw something. When I finally settled on the fact that I was going to preach on the spirit of fear, I saw like a long line. You know, we call it one logo, logo line. And the people were walking and going somewhere. And when I looked well, the one in front had fear written in front of whatever he was wearing. And there were others that were following. I could see depression. I could see anxiety. And it was fear that was leading them. I realized that this spirit is a very dangerous spirit. That is why we are going to pray seriously. Look, there are a lot of things you are struggling with and the root cause is fear. If you take the fear out, every other thing is going to follow. Hallelujah. That is why when it's time to pray, don't, don't be lackadaisical. Pray from the bottom of your heart. Hallelujah. I've told you here before that the spirit of fear is like when a thief wants to, or armed robbers, they want to come to steal in a house. They'll come with somebody who is very slim, a little boy or something. And they'll create a small hole in maybe the window or something and allow the small boy to go inside. And when the small boy goes inside, he goes to open the main door. And then now the more wicked, macho armed robbers come in and cause more harm. That is the role the spirit of fear plays. Hallelujah. When the devil wants to do some evil in your life, he will send the spirit of fear first. When you entertain the spirit of fear and you allow it in, it will open you up for the things that the devil wants to happen to happen. Let's read Job chapter 3 verse 25. And this scripture should make you stop fearing. Like stop fearing because it's such a dangerous thing to even fear. Job chapter 3 verse 25. And this is Job speaking. And we all know the story of Job. He said, for the thing which I greatly feared has come upon me. And that which I was afraid of is come unto me. I'll take it again. He said, for the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me. And that which I was afraid of is come unto me. Hallelujah. That means the things that happened to Job. What were the things that happened to him? He lost his children. He lost his wives. He lost his properties. His house tents were burned. Cattle. He lost everything and he was sick on top of it. What it means is that probably Job was afraid of sickness. This is he himself saying that the thing that I greatly feared came upon me. That means at the point in time when things were going well in his life, he was afraid, hey, what if one day I fall sick and I can't enjoy my money? What if one day something happens and I lose my children? What if one day something happens and I lose my, my wives and my properties and everything? He entertained the fear and the thing came to pass. I want you to know today that that thing that you are holding on and being afraid of, what you are doing by holding on to that fear is that you are opening yourself up and opening your spirit up for that thing to come to pass. But that would not be your story in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That means if you are there and you fear sickness, you are opening yourself up for sickness. Because what the devil has done is that he has thrown the spirit of fear at you. Like how the thief will unleash the little boy first to try to open the building up. The spirit of fear will try to open you up and then after that, the spirit of infirmity comes in, spirit of death comes in, and the things that you are afraid of can come to pass. Today, may you overcome every fear in your life in the name of Jesus. Anything that represents fear, may God empower you to overcome it in the mighty name of Jesus. This is how dangerous fear is. When you entertain it, what it is you are afraid of will come to pass. 
those of you afraid of not getting married let that fear leave you today hallelujah because as you are entertaining it you are opening yourself up for that thing to come to pass if you are afraid of dying young let that fear leave you right now in the name of Jesus because what you are doing is that you are opening yourself up and creating the grounds for that which you are afraid of to come to pass if you are afraid of failing your exams you are creating the atmosphere for that thing to come to pass because when you entertain fear in an exam you can't perform to the best of your ability you know the thing but fear will let bogomiasis come upon you and as you are speaking your mouth is shaking not because you are cold or because the holy spirit has come upon you but because you are afraid that what you are going to say is not right have you heard the statement that can't have a statement they said Usro Awarejaya Unyawaripa. Have you heard it before? Have you heard it before? Uh-huh. It is an observation that, that had been made from time immemorial, and it is true. Sometimes you look at the history, family history. Your sister divorced, your mother was divorced, your aunties divorced. No proper family history of a marriage that can boast of five years of happiness, ten years of happiness. And so you entertain the fear for bad marriage. And for somebody to come up with such a proverb, it means it's been observed to be true over decades and probably over centuries. It is the truth. So when you're afraid, what happens is that you can't give your all. You can't give your all. I was listening to an interview of a, of a couple. And it's a program. They call it a moment of truth. And people go with their family members and then they ask you certain questions very difficult questions they have a lie detector so when you answer true or it's not true whatever answer you give the lie detector will tell whether you are lying or not and as you are telling the truth you are getting money like your money is in people could get as much as five hundred thousand dollars and i was like why should you go and play such a game because they'll ask you questions that can make or break your family for them to give you five hundred thousand dollars you must sacrifice something for it so they asked the woman oh she was doing well and they asked her have you been saving some money somewhere that your husband does not know because you are afraid of divorce because you see when a divorce comes you have to share everything pe, pe, pe. so Charlie smartness divert the thing to some corner and she did it because she was afraid of divorce. The people who are inherently afraid of divorce, when they are talking, the things they are supposed to say, we, 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 even in a marriage, they say, I, 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 I. It's, it's inherent. inherent. It's, it's automatic. It's inbuilt. But if you are suffering from that, may God deliver you today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You will not be divorced. Your, your marriage will be sweet. Your marriage will be good. You will have a happy home. If you believe that is your portion, shout amen. The spirit of fear. When you entertain it, it causes the thing that you are afraid of to come to pass. So today, think of the things you are afraid of. And as we pray, let them go. You will not be their victim in the name of Jesus. So somebody will ask, what are some of the reasons why we fear? 
what are some of the reasons why we fear reason number one sometimes we fear because of past experiences you have been bitten before and they say once bitten twice shy the guy broke your heart like you gave your heart fully you gave your mind fully maybe maybe you gave your body fully mm, we need to speak the truth nowadays people are giving <laughs> people are very generous <laughs> may the lord help you in jesus name and he broke your heart so now you have built walls around yourself that broken heart you know you almost died you wanted to drink ddt poison and die look let me tell you something about suicide then it's the most foolish thing to do you can go to me anywhere it is the most foolish thing to do and you know why you see suicide is direct ticket into hell like direct you have insulted god when you kill yourself you've insulted god god who took time to create you you are telling god that you wasted your time in creating me you, you wasted your time in keeping me alive you know it's god that keeps us alive yeah. it's god that keeps us alive he's kept you alive all this just uh, his work becomes zero nothing it's an insult to god it is a direct ticket into hell and you think you are killing yourself to escape trouble but you don't know that the troublous trouble or the deepest trouble is where you are actually going that's why i say you are jumping from the frying pan you say the frying pan is hot and you jump out of the frying pan and you end up in the fire which is hotter it is the fire that is making the frying pan hot when you kill yourself you walk straight into hell to go and face torment to go and face uh, there, there is no sense in trying to run away from trouble here on earth by killing yourself and if you are here and you are contemplating that i bind the spirit of suicide in the name of jesus i cast it out of your life it is a very stupid thing to do sorry for my harsh words but some of these things you need to say it as it is go and stand six floors you are not even afraid looking down and then they leave themselves oh hell here i come bah! and the demons <laughs> new member i am got you know There was a gentleman I spoke to some time ago. He wanted to kill himself. Why? Because his wasi results came and it wasn't what he expected. So I was like, so how are you going to kill yourself? He said he just wanted to come out of his house. There's a very fast road, like busy road. He just wanted to stand on the road so that some trotter driver will hit him. And he'll die. You think the moment he hits you, you just die like that. You will suffer. You know broken bone? You know how painful it is? You think you'll just die like that? You may even survive and be disabled for the rest of your life. Suicide. So people fear things. People fear things. 
There are some that may seem minor, but they are major for some people. For some people, they wonder, ah. So this thing they talk about that like people will build their own houses and own their own car and those like how can it be? Just when you look at the pocket right now, and even the prospects of the future don't look right. Ow. But I prophesy to you that you will not rent forever. You will build your own house. In fact, you will die in your own house. So people are harboring subtle fears. Subtle fears. Yeah, God bless you for sowing to it. It is so in your life in the name of Jesus. You will not rent forever. Ghana here cried that the rent laws. No, we are not even enforcing them. You know, advance, you are not supposed to take more than six months. By law, you are not supposed to buy go say two years and things and people are suffering. Very soon you also be a landlord. Very soon you also be a landlady. You will own your own properties in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Overcome that fear. It will, it will happen. It will happen. Some people are afraid they won't have children. Because your mother struggled to have you. When you look at your aunties. They will marry four years, five years. They are not having children. But I prophesy to you that that is not going to be your story. Whatever it is, you are exempted in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In God's own time, it will happen. It will happen. So fear comes as a result of past experiences. Bad past experiences. And by past experiences, I mean your own personal experiences and then other people's personal experiences that they've told you about. There are some people, when they talk to you about marriage, eh, you will never want to marry. Scaring you. But anything God created, the Bible said, he looked at it and said it was good. He created Adam and Eve and brought them together and he said it was good. So marriage is good and your marriage will be good. Don't listen to the naysayers. That is their experience. But whose report will you believe? Whose report will you believe? No, no, no. There are some people who don't listen to them too much. Oh. Nobody is also saying that marriage is a bed of roses and everything fine, fine. Every time like that. Even if it's a bed of roses, remember that roses have thorns. And thorns can prick you from time to time. When they prick you, you just dress it and move on. Hallelujah. You move on. Don't listen to negativities. A lot of you don't have faith where certain things are concerned because you keep starving your faith and feeding your doubt. You have fed your doubt and your doubt has become fat. While your faith is chronic. Who says that business will not work? Somebody started and it didn't work. Are you called by that person's name? Do you come from the same family? Is it the same witches that are in his house that are in your house? Don't listen to anybody's report. Hallelujah. Believe and stick with what God says about you from his word. So bad past experiences, personal ones and other people's experiences. And then listen to this third reason why people fear is the lack of knowledge. Everybody say lack of knowledge. 
there are a lot of things we fear if we understood them better we will not fear them I was reading that there are a lot of phobias not house of folks though <laughs> there are a lot of phobias they call something what um, is it heliophobia is it heliophobia is the fear of the sun this cannot be from God like sun area you fear are you a vampire or what as for fear of snakes <laughs> now and I'm sure 90% of the world's population if a snake should appear here right now we'll see those who are believers and those who are unbelieving believers but you see something like the fear of snakes eh? you've seen people handling snakes on TV they put them around their neck it's like is he mad he's not mad he knows what you don't know sometimes a lack of knowledge is what creates fear in us you you don't know anything about the field but you are afraid of it because of something you've heard somebody say if you study snakes eh, you realize that most snakes cannot do anything to you most is that what africa with day. the snake may not be a physical snake eh? i get you i get you <laughs> africa with <day. laughs> majority of snakes cannot do anything to you actually only about seven percent of snakes are are deadly as in they can kill you a human being just seven percent of them and the seven percent is either because they are venomous or they can swallow you whole those are the two ways snakes kill people they'll constrict you and swallow you or they will inject venom into you and kill you. Those are the two ways. But the ones that can even swallow you. I mean, the snakes you see, I don't look at their sizes. Can they even swallow your hand <laughs> or your leg, let alone your whole body? But the mere fact that you've had snake. I remember when we got married and we went for our honeymoon the place we were in the evening we were walking on the compound and my wife was a little ahead of me and then the bushes i saw some very small snake I was like, hey, hey, come, 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 come. Was like, snake over there she was like oh but it's small i said snake is a snake very very tiny snake said maybe it's not even a snake said well once it wriggles let's not go near it you understand <laughs> yeah we are fresh you know please <laughs> no weapon formed against me shall prosper <laughs> i followed look as for saying in africa anything is possible you say, hey, no, you turn into a human being, but oh, me. Africa here. When I hear European and American preachers talking about demons, it's like moon, like you people, you don't know. Your place, the demons are educated. They are Polish, like a mukabra They slang, they slang. Here. <laughs> That is why our spiritual warfare is hot like that. That's not the time to do, dear God. 
you sip tea and be doing spiritual warfare. Go and do that in Europe. But even if it's a physical snake or a, a spiritual one, he said, Behold, I give unto you power to trample over scorpions and snakes and over all the works of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. Look, as for Satan, he will try and intimidate you with all sorts of things. I remember many years ago, I woke up to pray at 2 a.m. I woke up and I stood by my bed and standing next to me was a black cat. 2 a.m. Who here then will meet them? 2 a.m. Black, he was looking at my face like that. I was also looking at him, he opened his mouth. <laughs> I told this story to someone. The person said, What did you do? Did you start firing tongues? I said, Oh, now me, I don't waste my time on this little animal. I just opened the door and said, Go out. Whether you are a physical cat or spiritual cat, you understand? You see where you are, you see where I am. I am seated with Christ far above principalities and powers. Whether you are a stray cat or not, eh, 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 just come and pass and go. I didn't even bother praying about it. Lester Samuel went to have a miracle service somewhere. He was sleeping in his hotel room. And suddenly the bed started moving from the corner. The bed on its own started moving from the corner into the middle of the room like that. And when he opened his eyes, he saw that it was Satan himself who had come to the room. This one, he didn't send his sons. He came himself to intimidate the man of God. The man of God looked at him and said, Ah, you cry, I thought it was somebody better. He just put the blanket on his head again. And then he moved, he was like, You cry, you don't even have anything. In the name of Jesus, get out of the room. So he saw Satan leaving his room when he mentioned the name of Jesus. Somebody would have started jubilating. Metia bonsam, so metia bonsam. He said, hey, Satan, come back. This is not where my bed was. Put it back where it was. Suddenly, the bed started moving. Ah! Went into the corner. I pray that you will be a bold Christian. You will not fear principalities. You will not fear powers. You will not fear demons. You will not fear witches. You will not fear wizards. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God to the pulling down of stronghold. I don't care what you see in your dreams, so none of it is above you. You can dream and they are chasing you. You wake up and declare that whatever was chasing me, I turn it into money. And may money chase me, may gold chase me, may diamonds chase me, may goodness and mercy chase me. Not goats and monkeys and Say if monkey chases you in a dream is poverty. Of course, monkey. <laughs> Lack of knowledge. So the snake, if you understand the snake and how it works, you may even feel comfortable touching it. And it won't do anything to you. May you receive the knowledge that you need to overcome whatever fear you have in the name of Jesus. There are some businesses and when people don't understand, they say, hey, where the Because you've not spent time to read about it you've not gone into the thing you've not examined the thing 
So lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. Now let me just give you some consequences of fear. And then we'll pray. Some consequences of fear. So what are the effects of fear in our life? Number one, fear causes stagnation. Everybody say stagnation. You see, we pray and we pray against the spirit of stagnation. Like we need to progress in life. We need to go forward in life. But most of the time behind the stagnation is fear. Because sometimes there are, there are opportunities that come and we don't take them because of fear. And a good example was in Numbers chapter 13. The people of Israel had an opportunity to go into the promised land 40 years before they eventually went in there. But because of fear, 12 men were sent. 10 of them came and ministered fear to everybody. Hey, we are like grasshoppers. The people, dear, mm, 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 mm. we can't. It was a door that was open and they didn't enter. When good doors come, may, may you not be paralyzed by the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. When it comes to even proposing, eh, gentlemen, that times the door is open. It's like a right time. See, you young men, when we are advising you, when those of us who have conquered before, in that area are advising you, people don't listen. You think we are old-fashioned. <laughs> Sometimes the door can open and out of fear, trepidation, should I, should I not, should I, should I not? And the door closes and it's gone. Hmm? I've told you before that I taught my wife and she taught a surgery exam. I taught her before I proposed. You know, and she taught the exam. And I was like, this is a very good time, you know now that she can see that if she associates with this gentleman goodness and mercy shall follow her all the days of her life you strike the iron while it is hot the iron is hot should I strike should I strike and when you strike iron that is not hot you, you feel the effect in your it will bounce that's why you are bounced <laughs> Why you about stagnation? The spirit of fear it brings stagnation. Number two, it can lead you to carry out unnecessary actions. Sometimes, when you fear, you, you act and you do things you are not supposed to do, you do things you didn't intend to do out of fear, out of panic. King Saul he panicked and he went and offered a sacrifice he wasn't supposed to offer. And that was the end of his reign. Sometimes when you are afraid, you just take a decision. There are ladies who take very bad decisions when it comes to marriage simply because they feel, Charlie, I'm afraid. Oh, this is my age. Will somebody else come? Meanwhile, you know this guy is not right for you. I know somebody, she was like, she is giving God an ultimatum. If by the age of 33, nobody has come she will look for some somebody whether he's married or not and have a baby and this is a christian
so that unbeliever, that potential wife beater, that guy who drinks and when he gets drunk, he will say things that will hurt you to the core of your soul. You say yes to him simply because of him, but may that not be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I want to give you some effects of fear on our health. All right, fear is one of the greatest causes of bad health, and I want to give you some of the physical effects of fear. So, on our physical health, fear will give you a weakened immune system. You know, it's afraid. A weakened immune system. When you are constantly afraid, it can cause cardiovascular damage. It will lead to cardiovascular problems. Heart issues, hypertension, etc., etc. And listen to this one. Fear can cause decreased fertility. Fertility is regulated by hormones. See, so especially the female, when you are anxious, when you are afraid, there, there is hormonal imbalance, you will not ovulate, and it becomes more and more difficult to get pregnant. Hallelujah. And sometimes that, that it, it comes from people. Hey, hey, three years. Are you the creator of human beings? You know how human beings are created. The Bible says children are a gift from God. It's as simple as that. A child is a gift from God. The one who gives the gift decides that it is time for me to give the gift and he gives it. It's as simple as that. Don't give people pressure. Don't give people pressure. In-laws, pressure. Siblings, pressure. Friends, pressure. Allow people for God to do the thing He wants to do in His own time. Hallelujah. There are some questions you don't go asking people. In other words, you ask them, "Why not to say?" Are you manufacturing babies? Are you manufacturing babies? Also, don't know when God married. Eleven years, no child. When the first one came in, is it six or seven years? They had had like five. Continue that. God does things in His own time. Hallelujah. Does things in His own time. Don't make people anxious and let the anxiety and the fear rather cause infertility. Leave people alone. Fear causes gastrointestinal disorders. That one, all of, all, everybody has it. Exams and master. Then all sorts of things are happening. Just come on. It is a manifestation of the spirit of fear. And listen to this. Fear can accelerate your aging process. You are afraid of this. Afraid. Hey, I'll get sick. Hey, I'll die. You are getting closer and closer and closer to your grave. So that is the effect on our physical health, on our emotional health. I think up a statement. They said fear interrupts the brain's process that regulates our emotions and impacts our brain's ability to read nonverbal cues, to think before acting, and to react ethically. So when you're afraid, 
it sort of it sort of blocks your ability to think before acting. So there are people who have caused murder as a result of fear. They are afraid. I read the story of a little boy whose father was physically abusive. He used to beat the child. And one day the boy took a gun and shot the father, six year old boy. And this is a true story. When they asked him, he said he, he was tired of being afraid. Then at the site of the murder, there was a handle of an axe which the father was going to use to beat him. Yes, the handle of an axe which the father was going to use to beat him. You see, you see people who are unrobbed. You see people who are murderers. You see people who are rapists. And at the bottom or at the root of the problem is fear. A lot of these people, when you go into their life, they, they had some abuse, some physical abuse. They, they, they were afraid of somebody. They were afraid of something. And that thing has implanted a certain negative defensive mechanism in them. And it manifests as violence on others. Look, this thing called fear is a serious thing. Maybe you are here, you, you suffered a lot of violence from your father, your, your, your mother. You see, beating a child is not wrong. Hallelujah. When you have to beat the child, the quiet time I did with my children two days ago, because the portion we are doing proverbs, and the father says, Foolishness is upon the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it. And when you got there, I said, Read it together, go. Foolish. The mother was in the case, Say it loud for mommy to hear in the kitchen. <laughs> There's a place for it, hallelujah. But when it is abused and it loses its effect, the child laughs loudly, no. And then I was Some parents, when they don't have money, they beat their children to intimidate them and prevent them from coming to ask for things. Focus. When you're going to the shop to go and buy the thing. Lash you before you go. And when you go, you are going for the exact thing you are going for. Not that you say, Toy car, daddy, I want toy car. No, no, no. Focus. That is abuse. Abuse of Kenny. Some parents, when they are frustrated, they meet the child on the corridor now and they keep it just to release tension. Sowing some seeds in the town. When you come home and they hear you are in one scatter, everybody, that one to his witchcraft. His witchcraft, intimidation. When people see you, you are afraid. Your children must respect you, but they mustn't fear you. They must respect you, but they mustn't fear you. Second emotional. Consequence. He said, fear negatively impacts our thinking and our decision-making abilities, feathering our ability to respond in an emotionally inappropriate manner. Now, the effect on our mental health, fear gives us sleeping disorder. Some of you, the sleep that you can't sleep, that 2 a.m., you struggle in bed, uh, 
Not that you are praying to, but you are worried. You are afraid in with the cow. Never mention you. Never make you any mad. You. You come and disgrace you. You can't sleep. Sleeping disorder. When people come to my consulting room and they are talking about not being able to sleep, I tell them, I'll write any pam 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 for you. That's it, pam. No, 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 no. Most of the time, there's something from somewhere. I go into their social history. Some of them are depressed because of something. They've lost somebody. There's something, some family issue or something. Solve the problem. Because that's what these drugs I can give you. They will just be temporarily solve the underlying problem. If you are here, you can't sleep. May God give you the ability to solve the underlying problem in the name of Jesus. Then if the lack of sleep too is, is a demonic attack on you, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And receive rest and receive sleep in the name of Jesus. Sleep disorders. Clinical depression. With all of these things, there's spirit of depression, but underlying is fear. People are depressed because of fear. Fear of not making it, fear of, of not being recognized, fear of, of failure. And it look, it's making people depressed. Anxiety. There are people with serious anxiety disorders. When it becomes very serious, we call them panic attacks. They can be there suddenly they are shaking. And nothing is happening. The patient came to sit in front of me and said that sometimes I feel like the way I feel when I'm going to an exam. I was like, when you feel like, like you're going to, I said, no, no example, but I feel like I'm going to. So you are suffering power. Because that feeling is not nice. You're going to write it. The way you shake and you are anxious and you can't eat. And things like that. That some people, they are just there and the thing comes. And under it is fear. They are afraid of something. But if you are here like that, may God deliver you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And write And its effect on our relationships. Fear of rejection can make you build walls around yourself. Or fear of abandonment. As I said earlier, because of the way that guy left you, it's like you've built some walls. You can't give your all in the relationship. Because you're afraid. Tomorrow by this time. A year by this guy. So you build walls. But the Bible says perfect love casted out of fear. It casts out fear. Fear and love can't coexist in the same place. That is why you can you can enter the marriage with fear and love at the same time. It's like water and oil. They can't mix. They cannot mix. It has to be one or the other. And may God give you the grace to cast out fear in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. May He give you the grace to put aside all your past experiences, the negative experiences that you've had, the, the mistakes that you have made, the wrong turns that you have made, the, the wrong, wrong decisions that you have taken. May God give you the grace to put all of them behind you and look into the future, look into the bright future. I want us to stand to our feet right now. We're going to zoom into a time of prayer. We're going to zoom into a time of prayer. Many people have made many mistakes.
the fear of death, the fear of not making it in life, the fear of failure, the fear of sickness. I will be still. I will be still. Everybody begin to pray and take authority over the fear. The fear in your life. Take authority over them right now. Lift up your voice. Zakatabaha. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say today. Today. By the power. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Of the Holy Ghost. In the name. In the name of Jesus. Of Jesus. You see, the prayer I'm going to pray is a very serious spiritual warfare. You praying it well may be the beginning of the solution of many of the problems in your life. If you are able to deal with that spirit of fear. Your life is going to be better. And I prophesy to you that the thing that you are afraid of will not come to pass in your life in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And as I touch you with this oil, may anything that represents fear leave your life in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. He said, I'm not giving you the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. Anybody who needs a sound mind. As this oil touches you, receive the sound mind in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I hear in the spirit that there are some four people here. This dawn, God will give you a dream that will show you that it is done. You have a dream that shows that it is done. Lift up your hand and say, In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, today. 
in the place of prayer, in the place of prayer, by the power of the Holy Ghost, by the power of the Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I take authority, I take authority over the spirit of fear. Say, I command the spirit of fear to lose its hold of my life in the name of Jesus. Say, fear, I command you. Say, live now. Say, live now. Say, live now. Say, live now. In the name of Jesus. Lift up the voice in the
Magnify your God for that fear to shrink in your mind, to shrink in your heart, to shrink in your spirit. I was going to minister prophetically to people, but the Lord said, Just let them worship. The worship will do it. The things God has shown me, I'll minister to the people after church individually. But just worship as if God Himself is here laying hands on you. And as you worship, let every fear leave. As you worship, you are declaring that that thing that you are afraid of will never come to pass in the name of Jesus. That the opposite will rather happen in your life in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every fear of not having children is gone today in the name of Jesus. Every fear of sickness is gone today in the name of Jesus. Every fear of dying young is gone today in the name of Jesus. Every fear of having an accident is gone today in the name of Jesus. Every fear of living your life in poverty is gone today in the name of Jesus. You will prosper, you will do well, the work of your hand will be blessed. Everything you touch shall be as success. If you believe it, shout yes. Hey! 
Trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! Someone overflow!